This is the Let's Go Win Podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson. Hey, what's happening, you guys? Welcome back to Let's Go Win Podcast. I am really excited. I'm grateful. Uh, The gentleman that we're going to have on today has just become someone that's close to our family, and we're so proud to have him in our life and the the project that they do is just incredible the oliver patch project is a nonprofit corporation whose mission is to create a free fun engaging platform where children with childhood cancers and their families can connect through a series of unique patches created by artists and designers just for them they empower kids to find their inner warriors as they endure life-changing milestone events by providing a bit of sunshine throughout their entire cancer journey from discovery through completion. The project is currently open to children and teens in the United States undergoing active treatment for cancer. It's supported by donations and all the fun is provided to our warriors 100% free of charge. Brian, my brother, how are you doing? Good. How are you? Thank you so much for for having me today. I'm, I'm honored to be here and excited to talk a little bit about our program and what we're doing. Well, I thank you. Uh, I'm blessed to be here. I'm so happy to have you here. And I guess what I would start with is obviously September is a, is a big month for uh, cancer awareness, specific pediatric cancer awareness. And you had a big milestone yourself within uh, the family recently. So I'd love for you to just kind of share your story, Brian. And and I know uh, those of you that are watching on video that you get to see these amazing jackets and, and the bags and the patches that Brian's done. So hopefully you can tune and check it out. But I would love for you to just share kind of your journey, the story and, and everything that you've poured into this. Okay. Yeah. So about three years ago, um, my son, Oliver, uh, was diagnosed with leukemia, ALL, and um, which I'm happy to announce that we just finished treatment about three weeks ago. So uh, he had his last med then. So it's been uh, a bit of a journey, but we realized from the get-go that there was two ways to handle this. One, um, to be overwhelmed by it or or to, to basically you know, have a hundred percent positive attitude and just, uh, power through. I mean, you know, put on your big boy pants and let's do it. Uh, and that's something that we decided from the very beginning, we weren't receiving anything from anyone that wasn't positive. And, uh, and so, you know, to, to kind of give you a little bit about, you know, our story and how Oliver patch project came to be, um, in the beginning, everyone asked us what they could do for us. Um, we didn't know what to tell them or what they could do. It was uncomfortable for us to be on the side of receiving, you know? Um, I think we're, we were more um, comfortable with being on the giving side, but to be on that receiving end, um, which in hindsight we realized we needed to be because it was part of our journey to accept that um, from others, you know? Um, people asked what they could do. <sighs> I'll be honest with you, it's as silly as, as I just wanted, we were locked at home, COVID just started. Um, I wanted to get my son off the sofa and walking to the mailbox. It was as simple as that. And I was like, who doesn't like to get mail? So my son is like an incurable collector of things, more artistically geared. Um, so um, we just said, oh, have, just send the patch because it's a very small token. And uh, 
we got 2,000 patches in um, a month and uh, from people we knew and really people that we didn't know. And the love from a complete stranger kind of rocked our world. You know, um, people, and in many ways as, you know, you become cynical in life, you know, you become, you know, what are people's agenda? What do they want? What And to have people that we didn't know just come and love, send love to us in the form of a patch was the most empowering thing, you know, and that, that was the initial uh, start of what the Oliver Patrick project was to become. Well, I mean, again, I can't imagine, I put myself in your shoes and, and I just can't imagine saying, okay, here's my little boy. It's not, it doesn't make sense, right? It doesn't make any sense, but what can we do? So to take these patches, these, you received the 2000, what was, is the symbolization? What, what created this idea to be, you know what we're going to give to these, these boys and girls that are going through this. And it's just, it's such a unique thing. I've been able to be in, in your, I'll call it a laboratory, your, your, (laughs) your creative space, um, but to bring such love to, to kids going through arguably one of the hardest things any person should be challenged with, what, what stemmed that, brother? Because it's unique and it's really amazing. Yeah, so again, the significance of patches really became, we were getting these uh, it, two different things. One, I needed something to do. Um, we were in the hospital a lot. We spent a lot of time in there. I needed to keep busy. Um I would take these patches and I started to just sew them on a jacket for him. You know, little did we know that jacket was going to be his new suit of armor. You know, every patch on that jacket represented something from, again, people we knew and people we didn't know. Some of them were vintage patches. Some of them were Pokemon patches. I mean, here's an example of there's a jacket. That's Oliver's jacket in the back. So you can see this Pac-Man, Transformers, you know, they really became whatever anyone thought um, that he would like. Um, so we started to sew them onto his jacket and then we started to sew them on my jacket and my son Peter's jacket and my wife Trisha's jacket. And we started to wear them when we went to treatment. Um, they became, again, a suit of armor for us that he was physically surrounded by love of 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 humans, you know, people that knew us and didn't know us, you know. And um, one day he turned to us and he said, and and when we would go, doctors and nurses and would say, hey, oh my God, I love your jacket. It was an icebreaker. It was like, oh, do you like dogs? I like dogs too. And they were like, what's up with your jacket? And he's like, oh, I have leukemia. So when you say I have leukemia, what happens is you, you just beckon the the silence in the room, you know, it's like you just, it, 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 no one knows what to say and understandably, you know? Um, so what happens, it was a really great way. I have leukemia and the conversation that started from there was, Oh, tell me about these patches. It, it was, it was a great icebreaker. He said to us one day, wouldn't it be cool to do this for other kids? So my wife and I from uh, an arts community reached out to the community we knew and we reached out to artists um, and asked them, you know, Hey, we're going to try to get some funding. Um, we want to try to make some patches for kids. Initially, it was just handing them out. The kids is in hospitals. Um, and um, before we knew it, we had 300 designs from artists from around the world. 
And uh, these patch designs are made by artists for our Oliver Patch Project kids, just for them. No other kids have it. We wanted to make an exclusive club for kids with cancer. That wasn't about cancer. It was about empowerment. And that's and that's kind of the significance of the patch and what they've become. Yeah, one of the things when we were at your studio, I guess, is the proper terminology. Um, and if those of you, again, if you can see this visually, you can see behind them all these patches. And that's a sliver of what they have. But um, one of the things that you talked about is the significance from a mindset standpoint of when these kids receive these patches, because again, they're going through something no kid, in my opinion, should have to go through. It's terrible. But at the same time, they, they, a sense of being a child. And you talked about kind of the, the feel, or you said something in that room, and I don't want to take the words from you, but you said when they receive these patches, it does X for them. And I just want people to understand from your point of view, a parent of a child that went through this entire process and then got to ring the bell, kind of what these kiddos are going through, because I want to grow this project with you. I want to support this project with you. Um, and you guys are doing so much work. You are full-time employee, as is your wife, and yet you're doing this in your spare time. Yeah. So I want everyone to know that. But talk to me about the mindset of when these kids receive the patches, what that means to them and the significance of that. Well, let's be honest. The the cancer journey for any child or family is one that's uh, predetermined. They've done so much research to date on what protocols need to be taken to tackle whatever, whether it's a brain tumor, whether it's, um, you know, and there's so much that still has to go on with, with, you know, cancers that they, they haven't spent an ample amount on research, but the ones that they do, they have done, it's, it's protocol. Kids have no choices. So it's kind of like a club that no one wanted to be in, you know? Um, and, uh, what we realized, you know, and people like, oh, well, couldn't you just make jackets and then send them to them and, you know, um, you know, and just make a bunch of them. And, but we wanted the kids to have a choice. So when a child hears about the program, they, they basically pick out a jacket or a tote. They pick out 20 of their favorite patches and we custom curate a jacket for them. We put their, we embroider their name on their jacket and that jacket is theirs, you know, um, this really was important because we needed to give these kids the choice to show who they were and also realize they were becoming part of a, a gang. <laughs> you know, I always joke and excuse my French. It's like a, a badass club for kids with cancer. You know, it really is. I want them to belong to something and also feel that they had their individuality within it, that our goal is 10 years from now when a child looks in their closet and they see a little jacket hanging in the back that they can look at it and be like, yeah, I did that. You know, I did that. And that's what they remember. They remember all the people that love them, people that care for them, that they belong to something, you know, listen, the whole experience sucks. Going through cancer sucks. Our job is just to put some smiles on some kids' faces, you know, and, uh, and we're doing it. And it's great. We have, we're in over 42 states. And um, we have over 350 kids. Um, we've made our first jacket 10 months ago. And um, things are starting to blow up, which is great. So it's, it's super exciting. It's an exciting time. 
Yeah, over 350 kids, you said, in 10 months. And I want everybody to understand it, this is a family that is, it's not just Brian doing this. It's a whole family. Like Oliver is in there when we were uh, meeting with you and he is literally sending these patches, getting them ready to be prepped and, and sent. It's just, it's really, really unique. One of the things that that strikes me about Oliver, and maybe this is the case with with other kids, is they are obviously still kids, but there's they I guess they grow up a little faster maybe than some, uh, and he's just yeah. got this maturity about him, and yet when he sees these patches, you can see the excitement even as he's about to give them. Can you talk about that? Because I just again I my wish is not for anybody to have to experience what you all had to go through, but yet I want people to know so they can support what you're doing because look, there needs to be more of the Oliver patch project. We want more distribution because every child, in my opinion, deserves this, but you can't do it alone. You're going to need support and funding in my opinion. So um, can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. You know, Oliver, this was again stemmed from you know really him wanting to 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 provide something to other kids that he is he was experiencing. So really, it was you know it was is his vision, um, you know, and they are both an active. Peter is my son. Peter is six, and every single weekend we come and uh, we put together jackets. We pack up the jackets from the week before, so. Everything we do. So here's a box where everything we send out is super fun, is super, uh, you know, um, geared to the kids. We want it. We want kids when they get their, you know, their their box, their their garment, their milestone patches. You know, we send these kids have to go through all these different milestones, all these different. We make videos for every single thing, coloring pages, you know. We really wanted to make something that, like, encouraged these kids to engage and, you know, really um, able to express themselves. You know, Oliver, you know, he, Oliver, I, I, I say that my son has made me a better man. Mm. You know, um, he, so much of this journey is kind of been our journey like my son is okay. Like we had to figure out how to get okay, you know? And, uh, and it's until you go through something that you don't, you don't really understand. Like he is, and these kids that I've met and I've met a lot of kids now, they are tremendous individuals because they're experiencing something that no one should experience at such a severity that, um, to be honest, is crippling. So, um, you know, he's his drive and determination and his excitement when we go into treatment, you know, I'll tell you a fast story. We went into treatment the other a uh, uh, couple of weeks ago, right before we finished, and we walked in and it was three kids wearing the Oliver Patch Project jackets, families talking to each other. This is families that have been isolated from COVID. We had not met any families in treatment for six months while, you know, while we started, you know, we hadn't met anyone and these family were getting together, talked and they said, Oh, you guys are involved. 
like, are you guys a part of Oliver Patch Project too? And we're like, oh yeah. And they're like, wait a minute, are you Oliver? You know, so it was really cool. And he brings around a little patch, uh, a pocket full of like welcome patches that we give the parents. And he's like, hey dad, I, I want to go give one to that child. And I'm like, okay, great. So he really enjoys that, but not from a sake uh, that he needs recognition for it. It's, it's so not ego driven at all. And as an artist, it's funny, I joke and my whole life has been about ego in many ways, about what I need to do, what work, my work had, the world had to see it. And this is something that is, uh, is, has nothing to do with ego, has to do with the kids. And it's really, really exciting for us to get it out into the universe and, and make sure it can stay in the universe. So. Yeah, I mean, again, I get chills just listening to you, brother. And it is fascinating when I hear people say, I became better, or my neighbor, uh, shout out to Carrie Pash. She is uh, about to release her book, and it's called Thank You, Cancer. The perspective that um, you, you guys that have gone through this is really remarkable in the sense that you're not the first to say, I became better because of this scenario. Um, can you, can you share with the audience with that feeling, uh, of ringing the bell and just the symbolization? I just, I don't want to lose that moment. I want to hear so everybody can understand the significance of this month, what we can do to support. How did it feel for the family, for Oliver to ring that final bell and, and to know that, wow, I really beat this thing. You know, I think, you know, they, they, they were filming us for this patient profile that, that they were doing for Nicholas Children's Hospital, which has been the most amazing place in the world for us. Um, they have a spectacular, spectacular team, and uh, they've become family to us, you know. Um, but they were doing this patient profile, and they asked Trisha and I the same question separately. They interviewed us, and like, what are you guys going to do when they ring the bell? And, you know, and um, we both said that, like, we're probably going to lose our shit, you know? It's like, because it's one of, excuse my French, but... Oh, you're good, man. It's, uh, it's, it's you know, I, I think we've we've just had to, you know, pull up our, you know, pull up our big boy pants and do it that, you know, we... And I, we haven't really truly acknowledged what has been going on, you know? And part of that is maybe being delusional. You're present, but you kind of have to just push through, you know? So when we rang the bell, we the excitement of seeing Oliver, who was overjoyed with just his accomplishments, um, and, you know, and we had the, the service dog was there, and they sang us a great song, and they... And they, you know, and they, they made it really a special experience, you know, for us, it was surreal because we still are processing coming down from that, you know? So, um, I think it was the ringing the bell, then the, his last pill, his last, I think giving him the last, his last med was really, you know, but there's something and, you know, not to, to knock on wood, but, you know, I mean, it's five years until he's considered cancer free. So you don't want to think like that. But I think there's something like as a protect, you know, uh, something inside of you that just is like, there's like some little thing in there, you know, it's like, so part of you, like, I don't know, I'm going through it daily. Like, I, I feel like 
things are starting to come out of me like emotionally that I didn't realize that I was carrying. So I think it's a process, you know, so, and you also belong, like while you're going through this, you belong to, again, a club you don't want to go, but you, you involved in a community of people, the best people in the world that are going through this together, you know? And then what does that mean? Like, when you when you're not in that community and what is that transition so i think there's a lot of transitionatory things that we're going through but overall we were like just happy that we were able to complete it because we have kids that that won't and that to us is the hardest thing you know because we're so fortunate people are like oh i can't believe you went through this but what we went through compared to what other families go through we're blessed you know so I think it's just looking at that and acknowledging that and uh, and making sure that, you know, you give love as much as you can in prayers for other people. Yeah, I mean, that's that's amazing. It's sombering to think of the other side, but at the same time, the joy that you are bringing these kids as they're going through it is incredible. Um, Brian, how can people get involved, learn more about the Oliver Patch Project, donate, just anything they can do to really support what – what you and your entire family is doing, because I, again, I want to support it. I want to do everything that we can um, to support what you guys are doing. And, and so where's the best place to learn more about it and just get involved uh, with, with what you're doing. So um, what would be amazing is if you go and take the time and time I know is super valuable for everybody. Now um, go check out oliverpatchproject.com. Everything you see is 100% for these kids. We do everything. We do all the animations. We do all the graphics. We do everything. We're a heavily based art program as well. Um, this is very important to us. Um, we're always looking for people that can be champions for our cause, people that can trumpet out, you know, Oliver Pratt's project, you know, from the mountaintop. Um, there is, you could donate there. We're also looking for companies that want to get involved. We have different corporate programs we do. We're also, you know, we are 501c3. So again, you know, tax deductible, all of the contributions are tax deductible. Um, we, um, we're look, we look for volunteers. Um, we're looking for, um, of, you know, of course, funding. Funding is, is a huge component that keeps it, that keeps everything going for us. Um, and, you know, really it's, Everyone knows someone. So it's really that, you know, we've been able to work with Fortune 100 companies that have, you know, their designers have come and have, have designed patches for us. We've done a web link for them. The human resources send this out as a story to their, for their company culture. They've then given a donation. We, they actually paid to have all those patches made for these kids. Like things like that. There is so many ways and because we're a creative entity, you know, we're also really great. We have great content that we can provide anyone. We have to acknowledge social media, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook, like getting the word out, but really praying for these kids, like from a, from a humble. And if you know of any families in this situation with kids in treatment, we want to make them a jacket. We want to make them a tote. We want them to be part of this. There is no agenda. We have nothing. We are in hospitals. We are in, we're in clinics and uh, there is not, it's our program is a hundred percent free. 
It's fun. And we have no, we ask nothing of the parents. If they want us to send a photo, great. If they don't, that's okay because everyone copes in a different way. And we've learned that through our journey. Like sometimes you want to talk to people and sometimes you don't want to talk to people. And I, and I, and I, and because that our program is free, it, it's, it's really amazing because we don't, we don't have to have any criterias for, for anyone to belong, you know, and that's something that is very, very, very important to us. So your funding basically allows this to remain free and it will remain free. Well, you guys, you, I mean, again, I just, he said time is precious. They are devoting so much of their own personal time. Let's rally around this cause. Let's support this amazing family, this amazing project. And I just, I want everybody share this, please get it out. This is an important month for pediatric cancer, but, but just cancer in general, like we, we got to beat this thing and you guys are bringing so much love and joy to those kids. Brian, I, I appreciate you for being here. I'm sorry, Trisha wasn't able to make it, but you know what you guys, uh, it's just, it really is remarkable. And I'm, I really feel blessed to, to get to know you guys, to have you in our life and just thank you for being here and sharing your story. No. And, and listen, thank you so much for taking the time to, to meet with us. You know, you guys have been so supportive, um, mentally, emotionally, financially, and we really, uh, uh, appreciate you guys and everything you've done. I want to leave you with an image of uh, one of the jackets that we make for the kids. So most of the kids that we're doing like on average are like, you know, three, four to seven year olds. So this is an example of a little jacket that we make for these kids. So every one of these, every one of these patches are made just for these little guys. So picture these kids walking through the hall with these jackets and that's what it does. hundred percent of the money goes right to that. So anything that anyone can do, make people aware of it, spread the word and, uh, and really just spread the love, you know? So thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Now you're amazing. You guys, please, I'm asking you, I'm begging you. I'm, I rally the troops, get Oliver patch project out there, share this episode to anyone, everyone that's ever been affected by cancer. Guess what? That is literally all of us. We have all been touched by this. So please share this. Let's continue to educate. Let's continue to support these kids and anyone going through it. So I appreciate you all for your time. And uh, thank you, Brian. You're incredible. Um, And we will talk to you soon, you guys. Remember, your mindset matters. I appreciate you all so much. Thank you, brother. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening. If this content is delivering value to you, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us. That helps us build this community, and that is what we are all about. Building this community as big as we can, helping as many people as we can, and deliver as much value as possible. Be sure to head over to letsgowinpodcast.com for information on my coaching courses, and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Let's Go Win 365. Let's go win and transcend in life. This is the Let's Go Win podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson.